celebrity uh, and any public figure, they generally have a clear messaging and they stand for something, right? So they have something that attracts people to them. So I would have a look for you, like what can that be, right? Normally it comes from your own passion you don't need to fake it. It's just like it's already inside you. Uh, you maybe never share it because you're not a social media person, but have a look at what that could be for you. My name's Rudy Moore, host of Living the Red Life podcast, and I'm here to change the way you see your life in your earpiece every single week. If you're ready to start living the red life, ditch the blue pill, take the red pill, join me in Wonderland and change your life. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Living the Red Life. Today, I'm going to talk about building a celebrity brand, building a strong brand that's a household name or an industry name that's going to help you generate way more sales create way more opportunities and create way more partnerships. I really do believe the future of wealth is building that brand, building that personal brand and becoming more of an influencer, whether you like to be an influencer or not. I think five years ago, 10 years ago, influencers were kind of seen as this, maybe this bad thing. It's this, oh, you're not very intelligent. You have a big following. You do stupid stuff or say stupid things. But now it's changing, right? And I kind of noticed this a few years ago and I had ran a lot of big companies and influencers and made them a lot of money on RevShare. And in the end, I was like, hey, I think it just makes more sense for me to become the influencer, own 100% of it, being controlled versus relying on someone that maybe isn't as business-minded or focused as me. And then I can own, you know, and, and generate my own wealth, right? And what I found after going through this venture and changing my mindset towards it my business has took off, right? We've, we've generated way more in revenue, way more opportunity. It creates this snowball-like effect. And if you look at a lot of the other top people in our industry, they're doing the same, right? Gary Vee became very famous. And he's always said, you know, we don't, I don't sell you anything on his social, but he's a smart businessman. And he understands that all of that, lev that social presence is leveraged for other things, right? So he has an agency and, and, and a few entities. And I think they're they do 200 million a year or they're valued around there. I think he did this massive, you know, uh, NFT launch that got a uh, hundred plus uh, in revenue, a hundred plus million in revenue, maybe even 200 million as well. So he's understood, hey, I've become this figure, right? And then I use it to grow my company. And if you look at Gary, he did the same with his wine library, right? That's how he grew the wine shop 10 years ago on YouTube and socials. So it's happening, right? And, and some of the biggest People in our industry are really focused on it. Tony Robbins, another prime example, right? He became famous as an individual and has one of the biggest businesses in the, in the industry. Russell Brunson and ClickFunnels, friend of mine, built ClickFunnels. They're valued, uh, you know, a, a lot of money and uh, have potentially had offers um, of very large amounts. And if you look at ClickFunnels, it was built off the back of Russell's own name, right? Uh, another example is Grant Cardone. Whether you love or hate him, he's someone that I look up to and someone that I respect and someone that I think is very smart. And if you look at what he's done, he's obviously built a big fund. I mean, he's close to a billion dollars raised in the last few years, which is a lot of money, right? There's not many people out there raising a billion dollars. And whether you love or hate his real estate side, he's you've got to take emotion out and look at what he's done, right? And look that, hey, he built a big personal brand and then use that to raise a billion dollars, whatever he does with it, right? Like you could do anything. Is this not like you'd have to do real estate? So the proof's there, I think. And, uh, you know, final example I'll use that I use a lot is Mr. Beast. Got a, a billion dollar offer 
for his YouTube channel. And if you went 20, 10, 10, 20 years ago, even 10 years ago, and, and said to these big private equity groups or billionaires, you know, hey, would you ever pay a billion dollars for a YouTube channel? Everyone would laugh, right? Would a, an influencer ever build a social platform worth a billion dollars? We'd probably all laugh, right? And go, no. So the, the times have changed. And, and I keep trying to tell you this on podcast videos on my social because I want you to change with it, right? And even though obviously there's big influencers with millions of followers, it, it's not too late. It's still you know, in the grand, the whole grand scheme of business, it's still early-ish, right? So it's a great time for you as an industry expert, for you owning a software company, for you owning a clothing store to change your mindset around building a celebrity brand. And when I say celebrity brand, the way I define that, everyone can define it differently. I define that as being a, a, a well-known figure and name in your industry, right? It doesn't mean you're going to be the next Kardashians or whoever, right? The Rock, where you can't go and eat at a restaurant, right? That's not what I, I mean by that. I mean by becoming well-known in your space, right? Look at the examples I just gave. I would say they're celebrity brands in our industry, right? And if you go into the uh, NFT world, there's celebrity brands there. You go into the real estate world, there's celebrity brands there. You go into the software, there's celebrity brands there, people, right? So how do you do that in your space? Maybe you're selling pet supplements, right? Well, it's great if you sell pet supplements, but if you became the authority on pet health, I guarantee and you got on the big shows, Good Morning America, you had, you know, celebrities were hiring you to um, help with their pets and help improve the health of their pets. You were getting magazine features. Your brand would blow up, right? You'd have way more social proof, way more followers, way more endorsements. Your conversion rates would actually go up. It's not all vanity, right? People think it's vanity. Uh, I do a lot of what you would call vanity stuff, but it's very strategic what I do. I'm a, you know, I, as a kid, I was a chess champion uh, and then a sports scientist and a top of my maths class. So everything I do is very strategic, analytical, and I'm trying to stay five moves ahead. I'm not doing all this rah, rah, red and branding and stuff just to, to be cheesy or for the sake of it. I'm doing it because I really want to build a, a worldwide famous brand. Because I know when I do that, I have the business acumen and the strategy and the systems and the team and the network to execute on that reach on, and leverage that reach and that influence. So think about how do you do that, right? Why, why would I want to do it? Hopefully I've covered that. Hopefully you can start to see the benefits. And I mean, you have to understand too, it's going to look different in every industry. So I'm not saying you've got to go and pick a color scheme and, and wear, you know, outrageous fluffy red jackets, right? You don't have to do that. You don't have to be like Mr. Beast spending a million dollars on a video and giving away uh, houses or <laughs> whatever he's doing, right? You have to just build a strong brand in, in your space, okay? So what are the steps to get there? Well, the first step is to understand the, the lay of the land, right? And I'm trying to give you a bit of that and some of my other podcasts give you some of that and a lot of my trainings, especially if you're inside my mastermind or any of my membership programs, we have regular trainings, right? Last week, we had a training, for example, on how to get in all the magazines, how to get on Forbes, how to get in TV. And we even gave email addresses and connections for reporters that could help you do that. So there's a lot of access to it. It's not as hard as you think. And I talk a lot about mindset. Becoming a celebrity brand is also important. You need to make a decision of, yes, I can become well-known right? And for a lot of us, and I had to have that mindset shift for a, a while. Like I never as a teenager or even a young adult 
I never thought, I always thought I would do something great and big and become well-known in some capacity, but I never set the goal of, hey, I wanna become famous, right? Or I wanna become a celebrity. And it's only in the last two, three, four years that I've seen actually, hey, I think there's a real power in this and a real way to expedite the growth of my business by doing this, that I became fascinated with the topic and fascinated with the idea and, and everything that goes into it. So first thing is understanding the industry. After that, it's, it's looking at what makes up a celebrity, right? So a celebrity uh, and any public figure, they generally have a clear messaging and they stand for something, right? So they have something that attracts people to them. So I would have a look for you, like what can that be, right? Normally it comes from your own passion and you don't need to fake it. It's just like it's already inside you. Uh, you maybe never share it because you're not a social media person but have a look at what that could be for you. If you ask your friends and family or someone that knows you really well, or even internally, what are stuff you think all the time or you do that you could maybe talk more about that would pull people in that would resonate with that. The next part of a celebrity is reach and, and being everywhere, right? So how do you, if you look at The Rock, he's a great example, very famous, but the guy hustles, right? He's on big TV shows, he's opening up the Super Bowl, he is in a ton of movies, right? And he doesn't just do the movies, I don't believe, for the money. Like, I think there's a lot of movies he's probably done where they don't pay him as well. Nowadays, I'm sure, you know, every movie does, but definitely in the last 10 years, there'll be a lot where he hasn't earned much, but in his head, he's gone, this is good for my brand. This is good for my career, okay? So even The Rock, one of the most famous celebrities in the world, he's taking opportunities because of the boost in his credibility and his celebrity status. So what opportunities out there right now for you to get more credibility, more eyeballs and more reach, right? Uh, the, the celebrities are everywhere. And if you look at the news, when a celebrity gets hot, they generally stay hot for a while. And the hotter they can stay, the bigger the role, right? It's exactly the same in Hollywood. The bigger the role in a movie and the more they get paid. If they're, you know, if they were a washed out or they're like, you know, they were big 10 years ago, uh, they don't get any roles now. And you, you end up seeing them like speaking at a mastermind cause, and they get paid $10,000 or they're on Cameo doing these shout outs because they don't have a career anymore because they weren't able to maintain their celebrity status, right? Some celebrities keep growing. Some of them, they rise and fall. Um, and that's just like businesses, right? Some businesses rise and keep going. Some rise and fall. So how do you build that authority? How do you build that credibility? How do you get everywhere? How do you hustle to improve your reach, right? And the ways I do that as examples and actionable steps for you guys is you can go get on more podcasts, get on more stages. You can try, you know, hire PR teams or take some of my trainings to learn how to get in big magazines and features which add reach and credibility. You can get on TV to add a lot of credibility and some reach, okay? And all these things are strategic, right? Facebook ads, I, I run a lot in Facebook ads. I'm the face, you know, seen as a Facebook ad guru, but I love ads because it gives you the reach, right? If you think about me as an individual in my space, which is like internet marketing, right? That's where I started. Everyone knows me because of my ads. They're like, dude, I see your ads all day, every way, every, you know, all day, every day, you follow me everywhere, right? So, and even though it's an ad, it's, it's that celebrity status, it's staying top of mind, right? Ads are a great, great way because you can control it. And I always teach, it's like, just if you can break even with your ads, you're now getting free eyeballs for life, right? So if I can spend 10 grand a day, make 10 grand a day back, obviously I would love to make profit, but even worst case, 
my business is going to be way bigger in two years of breaking even than someone not running ads that's making no money, right? Because I'm getting all the customers, all the leads, all the emails, all the free exposure, free reach, which leads to more opportunity, right? Like, I, hey, I see your ads everywhere. Could you come speak on my stage about it? I see your ads everywhere. Could you run my ads, right? So there's business opportunities uh, coming out of the ads. So ads are a great way. Organic, obviously organic is a longer play. Going virals, uh, a little more potluck. I believe the strategy and look involved in that. It's I always teach, hey, that shouldn't be the only thing you do. It should be a backup plan and like a nice to have. And if it happens, like, wow, great. Uh, I kind of see it like buying lottery tickets. You know, I wouldn't want to say, hey, that's how I'm going to become a millionaire, but I might do it anyway on the side. And if I become a millionaire from the lottery, great. So building organic and, and that viral presence um, and working towards it, but not making it, putting all your eggs in that basket, I think is important. And then uh, a really important thing too for building that celebrity brand is collaborations, right? And there's this uh, psychological model where Basically, if you hang out with other people seen as credible, you become credible, right? So if you are, I'll say again, I'll use the pet example. So you have pet food and pet supplements. And now you go to um, start hanging out with the three leading authorities on pets. And you hang out with the two biggest famous celebrity pet trainers, right? Eventually, after time, you gain their credibility or some of it, right? It's like a, an energy that floats in the air. And if you stood next to them enough, you gain some of that notoriety. So I have a look at who in my industry is really big that I could spend more time with, I could partner up with, I could do collaborations with, I could work for free with, um, I could speak on their stages, I could have them on my stages. And this is a very well-known thing in our industry, the internet marketing world. One of the most obvious tactics in stages and hosting events is the organizer will pay 50 or 100 grand, pull in a couple of celebrities, and then everyone will be like, oh my God, wow, they're a big deal. They've got blah, blah speaking at their event, right? And all they've done is reached out, emailed an agent and wired 50 or 100 grand, but it works, right? It gets more ticket sales, more credibility. They sell more at the event. And then if they're smart, what they're doing, a lot of them is they're using those photos and stuff for many years to come and future, right? I, I obviously... They have to bake that into the contract or should, but they're using that credibility for a long time and going forward. So association games, super strong as well. And then the next part is building a tribe. So if you look at, uh, especially in our industry and other celebrities, they create movements, right? If you think about The Rock, he has his Under Armour deal and uh, a lot of people, he's created a kind of exercise and gym movement, right? A health movement. If you look at some other celebrities, they have movements around the environment. If you look at other celebrities, they have movement around politics. Donald Trump, right? I'm not into politics, but he's very good at creating a movement, and that's why he did very well in that election. And if you look in our space, you've got Russell Brunson's done an amazing job with Funnel Hackers, creating a movement. Grant Cardone, 10X, right? Gary Vee, Hustle, right? Everyone, uh, I used to listen to his stuff more, and people would just ring in all the time and they'd be kind of showing off how much they were hustling, right? They're like, Gary, I'm hustling from 6 a.m. till midnight every day, right? Like it was a, it was kind of this like, uh, you know, credibility factor if they were hustling alongside Gary Vee. So everyone's created movements, right? And there's a lot of other people I've not even mentioned that uh, people that create movements like Ty Lopez, great example. He became super famous for his uh, Hair in My Garage video 
and his books and his knowledge, right? And obviously people like to make fun of his knowledge, but it did create a movement. And people uh, all the time would talk about the books and he became well known for reading a bunch of books. And the, the knowledge thing to this day is still a quote that he created. And, and whether people use it for, you know, to make fun or not, uh, the same with 10X, right? People make fun of it, but they've created movement. So think about how you can create a movement um, and that's all, you know, around your messaging, right? What I talked about earlier. So, so that that's kind of all the key factors. Um, what I would do is write these down, right? So like I gave you five or six big ones over the course of this podcast, go back or look in the show notes, write down, and I call these the pillars, right? So write them down as like pillars. So, hey, one pillar is my messaging, right? One pillar is my reach, right? Eyeballs, how do I grab attention? One pillar is credibility. How do I build more credibility through PR news, et cetera? One pillar is association, right? How do I associate myself with other experts and industry leaders and celebrities, right? And then one pillar is figuring out the tribe side, the movement. How do I create a movement, right? So figure out all those things, write out those pillars and start planning around it. Uh, and what you have to realize with this, and the reason most people don't do it, is it's kind of like this like slow, boring thing that takes years, right? It's not, hey, I'm going to build a funnel today or some ads, launch them and see the results. This is something you've got to build and plan around. And it's like life insurance, right? It's, it's like, you know, it's like um, bringing up a child. It takes 18 years to bring up your child and then send them off to college and go, oh, that was a success. Look at them go, right? So this is something that you've got to build out. And I actually, one thing I do with my team, uh, I don't share this with many people, but I will with you guys, is I actually have a weekly meeting on those pillars um, and why do I do that? Because we just have all the ideas and, and it really just keeps me accountable, right? It keeps me accountable and it has a, and it's actually today, later today um, is, is the, the weekly meeting. And it also, I bring on my PR team, my marketing team, my ops team, and we all kind of talk about it, share ideas. And it's like a free idea float session plus some project stuff. We're going through projects, activities, but it's been really good to just keep me accountable to it and focus and even every week some weeks it's like it feels kind of a waste of time because we're just talking ideas but it's keeping it top of mind and some weeks i walk away with one thing i need to do right i need to text this person about going on their stage i need to join this mastermind i need to go and message this person about being on their podcast we want to launch this clothing line that's going to be in line with the brand right the the whole red life came from these meetings uh we have all the swag now that's a great tactic that works for me you guys don't have to do that but like something, you know, print off a sheet and put it in your office, right? Make a little poster design or something um, or set a reminder in your calendar. So every week you spend an hour on working through these things and keep them top of mind. And I do believe if you do that over a year or two, you'll see noticeable results. You'll become a much stronger brand. You'll have more influence, more opportunity. Everything will work better in your business. It's well-oiled, right? It becomes a well-oiled machine. So now, you know, my sales team can close higher packages easier. We get better hires easier. There's so many benefits, more speaking gigs, stuff that a lot of you guys would, you know, chop off your right arm for. We've built because of everything we've done over the last few years. So it really does pay off. Uh, it doesn't cost a lot of money to do a lot of this. It's just more strategy, effort, energy, and focus. And I really do think it's the future of wealth creation for a lot of you listening. Not every business, but definitely a lot of you listening and you might not become the next Gary Vee, but even if you get halfway there, you'll be way more famous and successful than 99.99% of your industry, which is really what matters, right? So it's not about always being 
the next Gary Vee, but if you can get ahead of 99.999% of everyone else, you're going to be loving life and you're going to be living the red life. So until next time, guys, I hope you enjoyed the episode. Uh, let's start getting that celebrity brand going. I hope you enjoyed today and I'll see you next time. Take care.